The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. We have a great episode of UFC Unfiltered today. Very, very busy. We talk about 227. Of course, we have champion TJ Dillashaw, champion Henry Cejudo, and champion in our hearts, Dana White. What about former champions? Some of them are on every episode. (laughs) Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he hurt him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Um, not a lot to talk about, unfortunately. Not much happened over the weekend. Kind of a slow show. Um, we're supposed to have uh, a new bantamweight, uh, well, reigning bantamweight champion, TJ Dillashaw. And, of course, new flyweight champion, Henry Cejudo. And, of course, UFC president, Dana White. Should be an uneventful show. <laughs> wow. What an incredible week. Incredible. You enjoy the fights? Uh, I, I, I don't know where to start. We, the fights were amazing. We have great phone guests. And some fights have been announced. Holy shit. First, let's start at the, I guess. Start, what do we, where do you want to start? How about this? What My favorite new person, Kevin Holland, Tiago Santos, fought oh. to a decision. That Kevin Holland is on the ground. He's a tough motherfucker. And he was so, the, the way he would re- relax and then spring out. Did you see him uh, a, a roll off the cage twice backwards? I've never seen that. Did he, they say he was a, is he a, is he a brown belt under Travis Luter? Yes, yes. My, my old, uh. Uh, friend from season four of the Ultimate Fighter, the comeback. Yes, he was a he won that show. Oh, I won that show too. All right, it's too early for the applause, guys. I'm, I'm easing into it. But uh, I like Travis Luter a lot. He's phenomenal. So that's so he's was he in his corner though? He wasn't, was he? No, he wasn't in his corner. No, but he's a brown blood under him. Well, that showed while he was relaxed. I was very impressed with the how relaxed. Uh, Kevin Holland was yes. down there when Thiago was was teeing off on him. Did you hear he was going, oh man, that sucks. Why are you hitting me so hard? <laughs> He's talking shit. He's really yeah. funny, man. It was weird. It was, I liked, it was kind of funny. It's different. But it, it is different. That's by how he fights. I, I mean, but you know, for the other, for, for Thiago, he just kept trying to hit him, right? He kept hitting him. And yeah. It's a weird thing because you don't want to start, for the guy who's, you don't want to start joking around back with the guy. Next thing you know, the guy elbows you in the face i mean it's a weird some guys are different though maybe that's how they deal with stress yeah maybe that's how they deal with getting like beat up you know say it just say it everything comes out some guys just have to say whatever's on their mind well 
He's probably that fun is. in a relationship. How do I look in this dress? Fat. <laughs> Just flies out of his mouth. Comes right out. Uh, I thought it's it's a really it was a good uh, growing fight. I'd say sure. for Kevin. I mean, he's not used to fighting somebody with the experience of uh, Thiago Santos. Two weeks notice, by the way. Two weeks notice, and 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 first yeah. fight in the UFC. What a great introduction! And he he went the distance. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, a lot should be said that you know Thiago Santos looked awesome. I yeah. think I thought he looked great and. Yeah, and it, a tough fight for him to take because that's yeah. there's no, no he's supposed fighting. to win that fight. Sure, you know what I mean, so. and he was coming off a loss to David Branch, so it is yeah. good that he's back and he got a he's back in the win column. So does that make sense? Yeah, it's sure. Sure. totally. And I heard people say that before, and uh, and I, I like Diego Santos, man. I think uh, remember he's a dangerous dude. He was on that, I think he was on a, a, a three fight win streak before he got. <laughs> Derailed by David Branch. That's it's not right. bad, huh? Not bad memory. It's awful memory, but it's I just remember that. But uh, do you want to talk about that fight, or will we talk about that fight enough? We could talk about, it, uh, but there's talk a bunch, so much stuff to there's get. So through. much, Jimmy. JJ Aldrich uh, defeated Pollyanna Viana. Uh, a unanimous decision. Uh, it was it was a close fight, but uh, you know she she clearly won the fight. Yeah. yeah, Pollyanna couldn't take it down as much as she wanted right. to, and then when she did get down, she wasn't able to do a lot, which is where she would want the fight to go as a high level. Uh, you know, jujitsu player, but uh, kind of an uneventful fight, but well I, done by yeah. JJ. I'm a, I, why, why was that on the main card? I'm not being a, a jerk. Unless, well, unless, I, 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 unless you're one of those two fighters, but you think I am being a jerk. No, maybe they're building up a, a, a right. JJ or Pollyanna. Sometimes hey. I think they throw a card as a second fight on the main card. I think at times they'll do that, unless it's a major card, like, you know, like a, like a Connor fight or something. I think that they do that to build somebody and give them. Uh, I, I don't know. Can I just tell That's you my that guess. they yeah. got my money regardless because yeah. I enjoy this shit, Jimmy. That's right. I enjoy it. I do too. Um, How about uh, Hanano Maikana against uh, well, by, uh, well, by the way, I'm sorry. As we're going through, so we all had Tiago Santos winning. We can go through our picks yeah. also. Yeah, well, so how do I have him? Tiago, you had first round knockout by Tiago. You had second round knockout, Matt. And I had uh, first round knockout. Obviously, it didn't go that way. Kevin Holland, very tough. <clears> very tough. We all had Tiago. We all had Pollyanna. Um, Jim, you had by decision. And me and Matt had second round submission. It didn't go that way. Okay. Hanato Marcano, uh, Marcano against Cub Swanson. A, uh, a rear naked choke in the uh, first round. I was. Could you go to that fight and, and, and play the uh, the ending for me, please? Sure. Now, I'm going to show you something that is very dangerous when you deal with guys that are... He's a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Moicano or a Cub? Correct. I think both of them are. Cub is, too. Yes. Both of them are, but Hanato is, yeah. Now, mm. now, he heard him before this when he got down. How, how did he... Yeah, he landed... Here, we can go back a little yeah, bit. Go back yeah. a tiny bit, because I want to see how they ended up on that floor. Yeah, he landed on Cub. A right. straight jab. Straight jab. Yeah. Well, listen, it's always the man, and... and I'll tell you, Moicano is he's very accurate. on him. And now Cubs, he's not, you know what? Oh, he, he ended up getting back to his feet. But again, Moicano just goes right back for that takedown. Look at that, the way he just took him down around the waist, Jimmy. Yep. And, and this, this is the thing with guys who have really good Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, like the positional, uh, who are really good positional. It, look at this. Now, when, when they're so used to just passing guards achieving mount keeping mount and now i mean he you could tell that's a that's a black belt mount look at the way his pelvis is glued now we used to we surprised i think cub gives up his back here just to, well, to avoid the b we surprised that he decided to do that no see cub's trying to escape his hips and he's trying to and he's getting back to a uh a butterfly hook and even though he's still in half guard but 
What I really like about Moicano is his, his control, is that he's not letting him get back to a full guard. You know, he's not just letting him get back to a position where he can get back to his feet. Look at him. He's he's just, he's staying, he, positionally, he's he's solid. He's solid on top. And that's why, he, that's it. That's a, you take a risk. Now, Cub, yeah, well, you're getting up. Cub exposed his back. If he would, if that would have, that could have paid off, but... When you expose your back with somebody who's used to taking the back and strangling somebody over and over, it's a risk, man. You, you can know? always tell when somebody's about to tap because they stop fighting hands or stuff, and their hands just hover a bit, and then they're like, all right, I got to. My kind of was a little awkward because he really bowed and paid homage to Cub Swanson. He just kind of, I guess, gave him a real respectful kneeling bow. I think Cub got uncomfortable. Yeah, he said he grew up watching Cub. And, yeah, he's a big know. fan. He was really yeah. respectful. But, man, he put that body lock on quick. I who's, mean, his, who's his jiu-jitsu instructor? Uh, do, you, do you know? Let does me double-check. Yeah, I think it does. Let me see. Because, and what is Moicano's jiu-jitsu credentials? Does he have jiu-jitsu credentials? I mean, I... These are things I like to... I like, even if I know, I want the audience to his know. Jiu yeah, I mean, he's a black belt. Of course. We're, like we're saying, yeah. Um... Like, like I was saying before, but I was watching it, so I have ADD. Is Alex Leleco? Oh, right. do you know? You, I don't know. If, I, I don't like know him. Well, I don't know, but I like Morikano's jujitsu. Yeah. Very strong posi positionally is what I was saying. Yeah, you know, some guys are good with you know they will get the tap, but they could be on top and on bottom and on top and on bottom. Next thing you know, they're on your leg and they got something. But when a guy, when you know what he's trying to do and he still does it, yep. I'm mm -hmm. looking to pass your guard and mount you. And you still you're throwing up obstacles and he's just breaking through, breaking through, breaking through, and it's I mean that's fuck that's exhausting. You saw Cub. Cub wasn't just mounted and smoked. Cub was getting mounted. I oh my god, my hips out. All right, now I'm trying to regain a little bit of ground. He's not letting Moicano is Moicano is not letting him gain that right. much needed ground to even get back to a more of a neutral position. He always had the upper hand. He always was a step ahead of him on the floor. And he just, and then it got to the point where Cubs like, screw this. Let me just look to explode out at this point. And it could, if it would have paid off, excellent. It would have, it could have been um, a reversal. Of, now he's on top, but he exposed that back versus a black belt. And that that's a, a guy who's been, you know, who obviously is uh, taking the back before. Yeah. You know what I mean, Jimmy? Oh, yeah. So I don't know. That You're was right, that's that a was risk really that was beautiful. It it's a risk he took, and man, I just like that. I like that Moicano had an answer for everything on top. Yeah. So some guys they get a takedown, and I try to stress this with my guys a lot too. You get a takedown, then da, 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 and then next thing you know, the guy's back up, and and it's an ex scramble, and next thing you know, he's on top, and then the judges forgot all about your takedown or whatever else. Now this guy's on top of you, and that's how the the round ends. When you get on top, you know what's as as exhausting as a failed takedown is a failed escape back up to your feet. Like, in other words, if I had you on top of me, Jimmy, all right, that's not going to really... Why not? Well, I'm just saying, well... <clears throat> say I took you down. All right, let's you say got you, mouthy let's and I took got, you down. It happens. Jimmy, let's say you got on top and I went to get up. Now, I go to explode up. You got my ankles. You run me down. Well, I yeah, that's exactly foot, what I would you do. You run me down. I go boom. You know? <laughs> hold then, you. And then oh, you lift sure. my ankles <laughs> up and I go to get up and I'm going to be like, dude, that is exhausting. Then, if you do that, a failed... The guy goes to get up and you put his ass back down... And then you start putting that pressure of that passing. It's exhausting, man. Yeah. So, you know, a guy should not be able to just get back up when you take him down. That's where, listen, not to get all over the place, but we're going to get to DJ uh, to DJ in a second. Yeah, hey. But I like the way he got up with uh, Cejudo. He got up several times using his underhook. You know, there's a couple of times where Henry pinned him down. Yep. But whenever there was a little bit of movement, 
he was out. Any space yeah. he can slide out. Oh, He's I loved so it. good. I loved it. Who had uh, Moicano and who had uh, Swanson? I believe I had Moicano. You did. You had Hanato by decision. Uh, I had Hanato by decision. And Matt, you had Cub by decision. So. You know, Cub did the show. I like Cub. I love no, Cub. No, I did too. I, I, and I know you guys. Oh, yeah, listen to me. I love him too. I know you love him. But I just thought Moicano was going to win. Well, you know what? Sometimes I, 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 I just wish other things. Who had Cejudo, by the way? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, so, Jim... You had Henry Cejudo by decision. Matt, you had Henry Cejudo by third round knockout, and I had Demetrius Johnson by third round submission. Nobody made a big deal about Jimmy picking him because he missed the show. Because he wasn't day. here, yeah. I went on record. I know Jimmy did too. Yeah. Technically. Yeah, we had it on the show. Well, technically. Yeah, I picked yeah. him. Technically, yeah. you picked him. I did. I know. But by a decision because. Nobody, but nobody cares. Do you know why, Jimmy? <laughs> why? I, know, I love you. But nobody cares because they heard me on the show talking how. Did you get your, your shit blow up on your things no. and you picked them? No. Okay. Yeah, I've seen some clips. Yeah. Of Jimmy's? Of you, yeah. Of me, it did. And he said, like, you picked him, Jim, Matt, you knew it. No, and I didn't even pick him as right as Jimmy picked him. We Jimmy. both picked him and I picked him by decision. But the reason I picked him by decision was because he looked so good in his last two fights. Yeah. And I also think that Demetrius is just too hard to submit. And I've never seen him really be hurt. Um, so if you're going to beat him, I think it's got to be by decision. Right. Well... You so, know, I just, I, I, you know, they say that. Well, now these clips will go out there. Jim Norton had him picked by decision. <laughs> they say that, you know, real recognizes real. That's and true. underdog can under, under, fucking recognize another underdog. Remember the show Underdog with the dog that used to fly? Of course I do. Yeah, it's fun. There's no need to fear. Underdog is here. So stupid. What was her name? Polly Purebred. Who the fuck is that? Is that right? I think that? the girl's name is Polly Purebred. I fucked the... <laughs> Talking about the kid show. Well, was, uh, you took it to the other thing. Oh, Jimmy. who's Polly Purebred? I'm like, hold on. But she's my not younger, she. I don't remember. I watched it when I was a kid. I remember I the stupid to, cartoon. I used to like that cartoon, Jimmy. But um, anyway, she too yeah, young. Polly, Polly Purebred. She a kid. I, I like the roof of the underdog. <laughs> Wait, is she a kid? It's it's coming up. Hold on. Make sure. She's no, no, she's a, she's an older all right, good, character. All right, all right. Yeah. I remember. I thought so. No, she's. A I watched when I was a child. There's no need to fear. Underdog is here. What I about, love that shit. She looks a, like a reporter or something. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What about Hong Kong Fui? I remember that number that one was, super guy. Hong Kong Fui. Polly Purebred. I fucked her. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad dice. It's good, Jimmy. I miss dice. I traveled with that fucking psycho for three years. Did I, you really? Oh, I love him. He's a fun dude, you man. get him in here. He doesn't watch fights, I don't think. But he's such a... Because he likes to be mothered. Oh, I couldn't be happier. I wish that was old dynamite. <laughs> Max just dropped his soda. He's <laughs> living it old. How the fuck did it... It jumped out of my head like a I, rabbit. I, I know, I know. It's all right. All right. Dude, it's just like... Oh, fuck. Why are you People cleaning like, up? Why are you cleaning up Vicky yeah, Lamana? Let him do it. Is. He's hit me He runs over like the, like, fucking, like, like the fucking... Like the housewife. Oh, people are going to think it's yeah. on purpose. You can actually, How the fuck did that hop out of my hand like that? You just, <laughs> did you see that? Yes, I did. It was great. Holy shit, Jimmy. All right, so you never know what will happen on UFC. On it's crazy. So congratulations to Henry Cejudo. I do think that that division uh, is now really, really uh, much more interesting. Just because uh, Demetrius had been winning so many fights. I think, look, my opinion. What's your opinion, Jim? He made a mistake by not taking a TJ fight. It's a money fight. Um, and, and the, uh, the that kicking, sailed, man. He, you know, he was really, really effective. Those leg kicks. It looked like Cejudo was hurt very early on. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. That we should crazy. ask about his ankle you too know, before I forget. I wonder what, let me write that. Is that in what there? Is the I'm popular write that opinion yeah, with right this there. fight? 
I thought he did enough to win. Mighty Mouse, you're saying? Oh, Cejudo. Yeah, but if people said it went the other way, I was kind of okay with that. I was okay either way. I actually thought... It was very close. Uh, I thought Demetrius won, but I didn't. I, when I heard the decision, I wasn't like, what the fuck? I was like, all right. You know, it was close enough. Yeah, I'm. when I watched it live, I thought Mighty Mouse did enough to win. When I watched it the second time, it comes down to that second round. Right. Whether you think the leg kicks made the difference or whether you think that the, the oh, end yeah. of the round oh, worked. So you know what I'm top. remembering? What about some of his Gramby rolls, man? Oh, yeah. When he would take down. Oh, my God. I mean, so, I mean, he did the takedown. And I think I think it was DC saying those are considered takedowns. I, if I remember correctly, yeah, because he's from but, a wrestling point of view. Yeah, but what is it? Yeah, you might have got a point for a takedown in a wrestling match, but we're talking about a fight. So if you get a takedown, you can't keep a guy down. What really is the point? Well, right. you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're talking about fighting. So we're not. To- if you want to say, well, that he executed that takedown. Yeah, but to what end? You yeah. want to get on top. You want to get him down so you can do damage. Unless the takedown itself is doing damage, which it wasn't. Right. He took him down. He rolled like a little ninja. Oh man, that was so cool. He did it more than once. I think he did. Two, two he or did three it times. twice, two or three two, times. Yeah. yeah, I got. I got to see how many times. But it was great. And but you know, to Henry's um, credit, he did. He did make some corrections and, and keep him pinned down. Yes. But when he kept him pinned down, that's all he could do. See, you heard DC in the post fight. I heard him in the uh, post-fight press conference being like, well, look, he got me down, but it wasn't like he was posturing up, hitting me, passing, getting looking for a submission or a dominant position. He was holding me down. and I, You know what I mean? Yep. And it's he, he said it correct. He's not like he's... He's not like he's shitting on, on, on Henry's performance, but he's saying that's the second there was any bit of space for him to try to do any kind of damage, he was out, which is something really cool. Yeah, no, for sure. And and DJ also said in the in the press conference that, you know, sometimes the judges don't know how to score those leg kicks because right. he was outlanding Henry. He, yeah. And he outlanded him in the second round. It's our, it's definitely, to me, it seems like that takedown and holding him there yeah. for the end of the round was what made the difference it, in the fight. It was a super it was close very close yeah uh a rematch is definitely gonna be you know what everybody's gonna want to see obviously and uh that's gonna be interesting because i i because you know we've never seen this before he said he lost you know he lost ages ago to dominic cruz right right and, yeah. and, and that was like a different weight class or it was yeah it was up at bantamweight and I, I actually just rewatched that pretty recently and it was a very competitive fight it's it is a size and speed thing for cruz oh. but I mean, it's not like Mighty Mouse got killed in that fight. He's, yeah. he's in every fight. So, Well, listen, I, I still I want to see how that pans out with them, too. You know? Yeah. Because that does make man. stuff interesting. And listen, it doesn't, re- it doesn't, it doesn't drop his, uh, his you know, stock. It's not like he went in there and, oh, man, he got outclassed by Henry. No, it was razor thin, you know? Yeah. But props to Cejudo because I... I they have again. to have a rematch if Demetrius wants. That's got to be the yeah. next fight. I mean, Demetrius uh, of course. deserves that. I, I don't think that. <clears throat> After losing his belt by one round. Um, and also, let's just cover... Uh, I know I had Cody by second round knockout. Congratulations to TJ Dillashaw. I mean, uh, you know, I bet kind of... I, I think a bit more with my heart on that because I know Cody. Um, TJ is just... Uh, he really is the best bantamweight ever. I, he, the guy is tremendous. He's impossible to figure out. He's fast. I mean, he's not as fast as Cody, but he just... He's just ferocious, and he timed him, and he fucking, uh, you know, he threw straight rights. Yeah. Styles make fights. What's going to happen if, now, is Dominic Cruz healthy? Mm-hmm. He's back to training. So yeah. is, he, fight. is he going to be, I mean, I mean, when we say the best ever, I mean, Dominic Cruz That's a good did point. a lot. You know what, you're right. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. And, you know, he's he's always been a beast. I know injuries have been a problem for him in the past. That's why people seem not to forget or whatever else. But they had a they had a great fight. You're yeah. right, and you know I think I think uh, 
TJ thinks that that he won that fight. But he does, yeah. It was a close fight. But, you know, a Styles make fight, so I'd love to see that again. But the fight that I really want to see, personally, is... Mighty Mouse and Gano. Don't don't do this to me. Don't fucking <laughs> what? Because you know me and God don't what? do don't I, do it. All right, I know Jimmy where you're going. Stop. Okay. okay. Layla Ali Ronda. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, the fight everybody's TJ Dillashaw. Yes, the uh, bantamweight champion versus Marlon Mo Morais. Morais. Yes, yes. Marlon Morais has a great yeah. fight for him. That's what I want to see. What's he ranked, Morais? That's what third? I want to see. Hold on now. Is he third? Uh, he's fourth. Cody, but you behind have to. The but look what he just did. I know. I, I would so, take Marais. You know, I mean, I mean, he, he's looking phenomenal, and that's that would be a wild fight. He's, he's a former yeah. champion, another organization. Yeah. He came in here. I mean, he beat the likes. He beat the last guy to to put uh, TJ's lights out. Basically, would be uh, 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 don't say, it. do not say it. He beat Jr. No, come on, cut the shit. I won't say Jr. JR. Who the fuck's Jr. What are you fucking doing? <laughs> Hold on. Uh -huh. No, no, no. No, TJ lost to... um. Uh, to, I know you know. Yeah. No. Uh, um, um, <laughs> can I tell you something? Go ahead. I know who he lost, though. Who? Well, I mean, he's uh, he's shorter than me. Yeah. Hervé Villachez? Who the fuck is that? The tattoo? Yeah. You're an asshole. <laughs> tattoo from, from Fantasy Island, you're saying? That'd be the one. No, want, can I just tell you? Because we're going to call TJ in a minute. Just, uh, who did Marais just knock out? Well, Marais just knocked out Jimmy Rivera. Yeah, Jess, but you're talking Jero. about John Dodson. Oh, you, I'm okay. Dodson, yeah, I was talking about Dodson. Yeah, I was talking about the fights he just won. He beat uh, Aljo and then he beat Rivera with that head kick. And before that, he beat Dodson. Oh, that was the fight right before uh, so, I mean, Aljo. That's, that's quite the tear. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yep. And, you know, I, I just think that would How be did a he beat Dodson? fight. What was, the, what was Dodson? Decision. decision. It was decision. Buddy, buddy, blended shit together beautifully. Dodson's He's looking phenomenal lately, Marlon. And not a lot of people are saying it. I'm saying it. Everyone's saying Jimmy. it. Jimmy. No, no. Are they? Yes. Who? Everyone. We're yeah. saying it. Yeah. You're not saying it. I picked. Uh, Say it. I picked Henry by How decision. How come you're not saying it? <laughs> what? I picked, uh, I picked Henry by decision. Marlon Rice looks fantastic. And the fights are coming up. Uh, well, let's just wrap up the picks okay, here. So sorry. you guys both had Cody uh, by yeah. third round knockout. I had TJ by fourth round knockout. Obviously gets it done in the sure. first, which is... No one saw that coming. So um, what's next for Cody now? So Cody has to just get... Uh, listen, it's got to really sting right now. You know what I mean? Uh, especially with all the bad blood. But... Has he fought Rivera? Peep? No. No. Ooh! It's not a bad fight. Who do you? The new Joe Silva? Jimmy Rivera, Cody. Huh? Well, I'd Rivera's got a that. fight lined up right now, right? Oh, he's, uh, who's he fighting? He's fighting Dotson. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that before. I did not yeah, That's on our sheet here. <laughs> That's uh, an exciting fight. Oh, you know what? That's we, an exciting. I, I don't see that. It's not on it. We must have mentioned Wait. it before, but that fight is lined up. Wait, well, is it lined up or no? It 100% is, yes. Uh, we, we must have mentioned it in passing. Yeah, that's set up for UFC 228. I have an announcement anyway. Okay. Hi, Jimmy. This is the announcement, and they allowed the UFC Unfiltered to do it. What is it, Jimmy? Lightweight <laughs> champion Khabib Nurmagomedov is fighting Conor McGregor. Oh. Are you serious? <laughs> Breaking news. So that's exciting. Do you know... I know that everyone's taking Khabib. I don't know. I may take Khabib or I may take Connor by a first round knockout. 
Wow, that's really going out on a limb, Jimmy. <laughs> no, against Khabib, everyone's going with Khabib. Everyone yeah, says if, if he's to win, that's the way he's to win. Well, yeah, but everyone's taking Khabib, and I think people might be underestimating Connor. And um, Khabib's undefeated. I always think guys are due to lose once. And since it's whenever someone's saying it's predestined, like everyone's like, oh, Khabib's going to maul him, huh? Right. I don't know about that. Well, and that's always the exciting fight for Connor because you can't that. you can't allow Connor's shit talking and antics. To override the fact that he really is a great fighter. Did you hear that that Khabib said he's not going to be using his Muhammad Ali jab like he did with Iaquinta? Yeah. He said, yeah, he Connor. Goes. He said he's going to take him down. He knows how dangerous Connor is. Yeah. But did he say? You see, here what did he say to him? He's going to take yeah. him down. He's going to. Do you have any quotes from here? Yeah. Well, I mean, we talked about it, I think on the last show. Yeah, where he's going to change his face. He's really going to. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to enjoy it in the cage. You know? Yeah, yeah. He's he's, yeah. he's doing psychological warfare. He's great. Connor will not be able to get in his head. Like, you know, because he gets in a guy's heads and makes him crazy. He couldn't get in Nate's head. He was in Eddie's head. Uh, he gets into somebody's brain. He was absolutely in Jose Aldo's head. Yep. He will not be able to affect Khabib no. like well, that. Khabib gets him down. He'll be getting in his head. Yeah, well, that's what he's worried <laughs> he'll be about. Caving his head in. Connor. I don't will, know. Connor, listen. Connor will. I bet you Connor still opens with a kick. I bet you just to keep Khabib off guard, he'll still throw a fucking early kick. Um, planning on being uh, charged, he'll throw an early kick. And that fucking left, he's going to try to land that fucking left on Khabib is a big head. It's a big target. Yeah. Yeah. And if he lands, he can really hurt him. No question about it. But I don't know if Connor can survive too many rounds because eventually Khabib's going to get him. That's why I'm saying first round because not just because Connor does it because Khabib will eventually get his hands on him. And look, Iaquinta did survive it though. Yeah. So it's survivable. It's yeah, but, see, but that's survival. the thing. That's the thing we've seen about Connor when he gets to that third round. It happened in the Nate fight or whatever, a little bit later in the Floyd fight where he just is exhausted. He comes back if he can get to the fourth round, yeah. but that's fucking real tough if you have Khabib laying on top of you at that point. Punishing you. Know? you. Yeah. And choking you. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I don't... See, everybody thinks I'm a I'm gonna call hater, TJ, though. by the way. It annoys the fuck out of me. It doesn't annoy me that much because I don't really give that much of a fuck, but it's... I don't know. I'm a huge Khabib fan. I am too. And I just think that... Dude, he may kill him. Fights. You're right. Well, I mean, it's that's a terrible fight we, for Connor. You know... We're calling the champ. TJ, right yes, we are. TJ Dillashaw, the champ. We talked to him recently, right? The champ. Let's see who he wants next. You know? <laughs> Do we have TJ on the phone? Yes. Hey, buddy, you're talking to uh, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah from UFC Unfiltered. How you doing? What's up, champ? Congrats. Uh, appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Now, we know that you were very confident. We talked to you not long ago. Very, very confident going into this fight. Uh, did Cody do anything different? Because I was surprised to see him throwing the kicks he, he threw. Did you anticipate that at all? Um, no, not necessarily. I mean, yeah, he was trying to, I mean, cause I was keeping the distance long in the beginning, you know, I wanted him to kind of rush in. I know he's a guy that wants to come in and when he, when he blitzes, he blitzes hard. And so I was trying to keep that longer distance. And so the only way he could strike without blitzing in was throwing kicks. So, I mean, it makes sense, but it, it kind of surprised me. Yeah. And uh, and he hurt you at one point. Um, you didn't like you. I think you said in the post fight you weren't out of it, but he he definitely caught you. And then you uh, did you just no. time him because you you threw those three incredible rights, which finally knocked him down. So uh, he never caught me. The, the thing that happened is when he I threw a push kick and he blitzed me. And as he blitzed when I threw a push kick, because I, I just fell over, and that's when he tried taking my back. And that's when he landed those three. He landed like two or three little short right hands that gave me that black eye. But uh, he, he never he never me whatsoever there's one time in the point we both hit each other with the right hand that was probably the hardest thing he landed on me throughout the fight but uh those right hands to, to set up the whole the victory was uh 
you know, he, he thought he was going to try to finish the fight. He thought he might have hurt me as well, too, when I landed that push kick and he pushed me over. So he tried blitzing me and um, kind of lost control. You know, when he, when he lost control, I just saw him keep coming. And um, I knew that he drops his left hand every time he throws a combo. So I knew that right hook was going to be there. And I wasn't planning on throwing him back to back like that, but he just kept coming. So if the, if the, if the counter's there, just keep using it. Is that what happened? You just improvised? Yeah, I watched that. I forgot who it was. I was I was on the train here, and I watched it. Somebody put it on Instagram, like, and I watched it like the ending three times where he got you off balance for a second, went to take you back, just like you're talking about the end of it. Yeah, and then he, I don't know if he felt maybe you were still off balance, and he tried to follow you up with those hooks. And when you stood in front of him, and you did the and you landed the one, did you just? It was. I hey, listen. Whenever you were hurting somebody, you mm. kind of put yourself. To possibly get hurt, but what is that something you just planned on to stay right there in the thick of it and, and just not go punch for punch because he wasn't landing back? But did you plan on countering like that, like like that his hand was going to drop or? Yeah, man. So I, I did a lot of boxing this camp. I worked a lot of boxing with Joel Diaz out of India with Cub Swanson. I was up at Lomachenko's camp working on my boxing as well too, and I wanted to change up who I was as a fighter coming out every time, you know, and so. I think something I could add to my game is being tight in the pocket as well as adding a little bit more power to my punches. Um, I knew Cody had that opening with his left hand. Every time he throws a right, he puts his left hand in his pocket. So I was I wasn't really planning on trying to counter right for right because I knew he threw he throws it short on the longer. I was gonna I was gonna do that. I wasn't planning on throwing three in a row, um, but I just felt the tempo of it. You know, I threw the first one. It landed a little bit long towards like the, the behind his head a little bit. And he just kind of kept coming forward. And as I like, every time I threw it, I kind of reloaded and backed up just a little bit. And it was just, just to stay long enough, just to stay long enough. And then those second two just continued to land. And so I put everything I could into it. And uh, that's what started the finish. And since you've beaten him uh, and now consecutively, does this do anything to your, that whole thing with Team Alpha Male? Is that kind of a thing now you can look at in the rearview mirror, that whole rivalry and that whole that bad blood with those guys? I would imagine so. You know, I mean, it was never, I never held it uh, as, a, as a grudge for me. It was more of uh, defending myself and uh, standing up for what I believed in. Um, so, yeah, I'd ima- I, I thought I was going to be behind there for the first fight, but obviously this one got uh, got put on. So, uh, yeah, I'd imagine be behind me. And what do you think of, uh, you know, uh, Demetrius Johnson uh, loses to Henry Cejudo. Henry Cejudo, I think, said he wanted to fight you. But you and DJ was a, was a very, very big money fight. Is Cejudo somebody you're looking at, or, or, or would you consider somebody like, uh, you know, Marlon Rice? Uh, who's been devastating lately? Yeah, man, I haven't even had time to really sit down and think about who I'm going to fight. I did have the plans of watching Mighty Mouse win. I go and get the victory and, and, and challenging him. You know, I'll, I have no problem fighting Zahudo. I think that's an easy fight for me. Um, I would still love to drop down and, and fight him at 25. You know, because um, I'm not a very big 35 pounder. To be honest, I'm the better pound pound fighter. I'm the one that wants to go out there and uh, continue to make my name. You know, so if that's the case. I feel like that's the way we should swing it, but uh, really, I'm up, for, I'm up for any challenge. I'm not turning anyone down. Um, I'm, I'm ready to go. And also, uh, you, you did. Uh, point, I want to make sure I get the name right, Doctor uh, Riordan. How do you say his name? Yeah, Riordan. Oh, Riordan. Sorry. Now, what exactly yeah. did, did you have done? Because the stem cells have been talked about. Did you go to Panama? Yes, I did. And what yeah. what was it that you needed uh, fixed? And what did he do for you? Um, I went down there. Several times, I went down there quite a bit um, for my last two camps. I went the first fight with Cody injured as well. Um, just some things that I don't really feel comfortable letting out there. Okay. But, uh, some things that I, I definitely had to get uh, some help getting to the fight. 
um, doctors were surprised that I was able even to do what I'm doing. Now, the stem cells, too, just as a general thing, uh, how long does, because I mean, I've thought of it for my own reasons, how, how long do you have to be there for to get it done? Is it like a week long or is it two days? It depends on the procedure you get. You know, if you're going down there for the IV to go to your whole body, which I highly recommend, it's like a three-day thing, so you want to be down there for four days. Um, if you're going down there just for a, like a joint injection and you just ingest that joint, then it could be like a one-day to two-day procedure. It's usually on it for two days or so. You know, it just depends on what your goal is and what you're going for. But uh, it's it's amazing stuff, man. It, it definitely uh, helped me... Uh, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm, you know, 100% healthy, but it's helped me uh, get as close as I possibly can. I mean, you're never healthy going into a fight. You know, it's kind of the name of the game, but it kind of put some band-aids on it and held me together, I guess you would say. So it really, like, you feel better as soon as you get them done? Um, it, it, it changes from time to time. Sometimes you'll feel, like, a difference right away. Um, it could take up to weeks, could take up to months. Um, depends on what you get, you know, um... I'd say with the IV and go through your whole body, I feel like you, you it takes a little bit longer to, to feel differences. And a lot of it's subtle, you know. You like you'll feel it over time and be like, oh damn, maybe you didn't notice it right away, but eventually you do. Do you know why he's based in Panama? Uh, I know he was on Joe uh, Joe's podcast. There's a reason for Panama. Yeah, because it's federally legal down there. They can do there's a certain kind of thing so that they're allowed to do down there. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know all the terms behind the science of right. it. But um, they're not allowed to approve the sort of stem cell he's allowed to use here um, in the States. So they're able to do it in Panama. I know there's a place in Mexico that's pretty high renowned as well, too. But uh, from my research and everything I've looked up, Rorden's been by far the best and the earliest to the game. Okay. Um, I'll definitely look into that. But, you know, the reasons I want to go are nothing to do with fighting. I uh, just put stem cells may, may or may not. Like, I want better erections. I'm 50. <laughs> I don't know if that'll help, but I'm going to try it. It's worth a shot. <laughs> it really couldn't be any worse. Um, okay, so you went down there. Now, do you think, now, now Cruz, Dominic Cruz it says, you know, that he's been cleared to fight again or begin training. Um, you know, and it is tough. I, I said before, I consider you the best bantamweight ever. And then we talked about Dominic Cruz, and it's like, yeah, you can't forget Cruz either. You know, he, he was so dominant for so long. Do you think a win over him would solidify you that in the minds of people who are still up in the air about it? Uh, the people up in there, no matter what, I am the best bantamweight of all time. I already beat Cruz, um, and I'll, I'll go with him eventually, but uh, I'm not too worried about that. Is that. And I know you said you haven't had time to think of it. Um, but but is it one of those things where you want to just go for a, a big money fight? And I'm not saying that in a bad way. It's it's, it's a normal thing to want to do. Um, and, and possibly if you drop down, then you're a, a two-weight champion, or do you think you want to defend at bantamweight? Uh, this is the idea of having to be a two-weight champion, but I, I love the idea of defending as well, too, man. It, it all just depends on uh, what the game plan is with me and my team as well as uh, the UFC and, uh, and what, 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 they're, what they're making. And I keep waiting to get a phone call from my moves or been able to line it up the trilogy with me and Cody because they <laughs> they continue to think it's a fluke. <laughs> they put they put so much money into to building that guy up and I just squashed it that it's uh 
it was just crazy he even got the, the rematch, you know, but I went up there and proved myself and uh, knocked him out again and did it fast. You, you were incredible. You really were, man. Um, and, and Cejudo dethroning uh, DJ, what do you think he did right? Besides, I mean, he obviously fought a great fight and he, had, and, and he was, uh, you know, dominant on the ground. But, uh, you know, DJ outscored him with significant strikes, yeah. outscored him with kicks, and well, I guess the judges just looked at it that way. Yeah. Do you agree with the decision, uh, TJ, of, uh, or did you even see the fight, really? I, I, I got to watch a little bit of it. I didn't really get to sit down and watch. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I had to ask the coaches and stuff like that. I didn't really know anything because I wasn't really able to, to watch. I was warming up. I was getting yeah. ready. It's hard to Obviously. hard to focus. I mean, you can watch a little bit here and there. But uh, I think Sudo was a better fighter coming in the second time. You know, it looked like he uh, was a little more comfortable. And then um, just like the stronger man was able to win those scrambling positions and slow him down and, and use his takedowns. Um but from from me watching, I, I, it wasn't like uh, it wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't very. It wasn't like super dominant or anything. You know. Yeah, it was very close. I think either way it, w- it went, people would have been accepted. It was one of those fights. I think, like my, our producer said, it came down to the second round. All right, well, look, man, congratulations. I, I love watching you fight. And whoever you fight, oh, personally, personally, I want to see Marais and you because I just think that that's the, this such an explosive fight. But you are always great to watch, and uh, you're just a great champion. Congrats, DJ. I really appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. All right, we'll talk to you again, man. Take care, bro. Okay. Be good. Yep, later. Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from our friends over at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Let's talk about buying a home. It is an extremely stressful but important purchase, and it's one of the biggest events of your life. But today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher payments, which can turn a great experience into an anxious one. That's why Quicken Loans created their exclusive power buying process. Here's how it works. They check your income, assets, credit. They give you a verified approval. This gives you the strength of a cash buyer, making your offer more attractive to sellers. Once verified, you qualify for their exclusive rate shield approval. They're going to lock your interest rate up for 90 days while you shop for your new home. Then once you've found it, if interest rates have gone up, your rate stays the same. But if rates have gone down... Here's the beauty. You get to keep the lower rate. Either way, you win. It's the kind of thinking you'd expect from America's largest mortgage lender. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash unfiltered rate shield approval. Only valid on certain 30-day purchase transactions. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply based on Quicken Loans data in comparison to public data records. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. Number 3030. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus... Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. 
And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up Podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up. An epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points. Back-to-back, essentially close-out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power, and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph and a lot of transitions. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Hey, man, listen, he's, he's something the to stem watch, Stem cells man. are fast. How far are flights, Panama? <laughs> I don't know. Let's he, wants to, he wants to get these things directly into his dick. My dick is good, but, but I mean, wait, when you turn 50... What is 50, the IV thing, though, Jimmy? I wouldn't know. The, uh, as long as there's no it, H in know, front of it. <laughs> Jimmy, it goes through your whole body. That's what yeah. the Mel Gibson thing was talking it about. It cycles right? the stem cells just through your blood, that's basically, weird. and it just kind of reinvigorates your body. How it's long? an amazing thing. I, I think he was saying, I think TJ said three, three no, days. No, but did maybe. Mel Gibson's, oh, three days worth of... Yeah. I would have thought doing some shit. Like they do it a couple of times. Do you stay in the place or do you kind of just go during the day? That I don't know. I'm not sure. Oh, now. I need my body to hold up, man. I might need that stuff in my knee. I told you about that, Jimmy. It's almost bone on bone. I don't need that shit. You know? I need to keep rolling, Jimmy. Because, you know, hey, God knows I don't like cardio. It's a nonstop. You can get five hours to Panama from New York. Yeah, if you you start New York now, you start driving now, what? Yes. Oh, you mean by car? By you sw- I mean, you have to yeah. swim a little, but you get the stem cells. Is, is it dangerous? dangerous over there? I, don't know. I think probably in certain parts it is. But well, I where TJ went, maybe not. No, probably not. Panama City, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm so not don't bring familiar. the family for a vacation? You know, I would probably go by myself. or I don't know. I'm afraid of kidnapping. I'm afraid of being murdered. Yeah. Being kidnapped. Right. No one's kidnapping me unless they want a big, bald baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jimmy. Yeah. Listen, Jimmy. Uh, now we're going to get Henry's hoodle? Yeah, I'm going to try Henry right now. Sahudo. Dustin Poirier against Nate Diaz. They both walked, uh, and Diaz walked out of the press conference. Why I don't know what, walk, these, walk what do these guys think is going to happen. Remember, Medov against McGregor is what people want to see. What yeah, they, what Nate, Nate wasn't thrilled. Nate showed up a little bit late, Why? which he was saying the UFC got him there late, whatever. So he came out, got a big ovation. The crowd yeah. was really Really happy to see that and then they wrapped up the press conference and dana was like oh wait hold on we got one more video announced the connor khabib fight which is obvious everybody's pumped about that and nate apparently got annoyed at that point and walked out he no, annoyed why i guess he he said that he felt like they weren't promoting him as well now and whatever but that's a huge fight and connor khabib's a huge fight. can i tell you right now by him walking out it, it makes it exciting too you know what it people are talking like, about it you're right and that's it i mean he says he's not fighting on that card him and Dustin Poirier is a great fight. Yes, it is. Because I remember they were talking about GSP versus Nate, and I was not excited about that whatsoever. No. I'm not excited about it. I want to see GSP Sarah 3. I don't. Unless it's on a video game. I'm too chubby now. You're not chubby. But, uh, You're good. You're healthy. You know, I'm only able to beat up, take care of, control drunks is what I do now. All right. Control drunks, and once in a while, I'll beat up on like a, one of my blue belts if I'm feeling... <laughs> do we have... Hold on a second now. We have the new... Flyweight champion on the phone. Is that correct, Henry? Is this you? Yeah, this is me. I'm I'm on the I'm on I'm on air. What's Congra- up, champ? Congratulations, buddy. Oh, thank you guys. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. Incidentally, Matt and myself both picked you to win this do, fight. Do you realize we picked you, Henry? 
<laughs> we're the only two. No, I'm only kidding. A lot of people didn't because you know they were on. You know, I mean, obviously T- DJ was a uh, is just a legend. But hey, man, I believe in short, stocky underdogs, buddy. I believe yeah. in you. Yeah, and you and you know what, Matt? Uh, a, a lot of that inspiration came from a guy like you, man. I remember the first time you defeated George St. Pierre, and it's guys like you that 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 make it easy for guys like me that paved that that paved the oh, the way man. for you know to have another upset like like Matt, sir. Oh, dude, you're the man, dude. I was listen. I was happy for you. Uh, I seen your fight with uh, Sergio Pettis, and that's what really I, I I looked at that fight, and I'm like, he's changing things up. Let me ask you, the karate stance. It, I mean, even that style, that bounce. What made you incorporate that that into your style? I mean, or you, is that just getting more comfortable? Is that like you feel more comfortable in sparring with that kind of stance? And yeah, you know what? The reason why is because I have. Uh... It, it keeps me in line to kick and punch, and you, you don't stay square. And at the same time, I'm, I'm able to gravitate and understand and move a lot swifter and understand distance and timing. So it's more of a distance thing. It's an illusion, too, with having the way I carry my right arm, my left arm forward. It's kind of like that illusion, and I can be in and out. So it, it, it's a distance and it's a timing thing. And uh, ultimately, I like it. I like it, but it almost cost me, too, uh, I think I was a little too, too wide that first round where Demetrius, you know, started kicking me. My, my leg started kind of kind of buckling a little bit. But uh, other than that, we were able to kind of keep that stance, switching stance, and uh, that, that's that's kind of my style, Matt. Yeah. No, no, but that's as of lately. No, you haven't done that your whole career, have you? No, not at all. No, I, no, I have not. I started doing it about a, a couple fights ago. Yeah. I, started, I started training. I started training the art of... Uh, the art, more importantly, the distance of karate. You know, understanding the in and out, understanding the understanding when to strike, when how I can take somebody down from that stance, which makes it a lot easier rather than just having a a typical uh, boxing stance. That's very interesting. How you that because it is how you blend that together. Because I have had some guys that that um, I've trained with and stuff that are great wrestlers. But all of a sudden they're going from the striking, and then they'd have to switch their stance because they have a better shot off a um a right uh lead yeah like you know what i mean like so it did not blend well when when they were sparring because anytime they switch their stance all right we know he's going to shoot whereas with this kind of bouncy karate style it can disguise it better very interesting yeah you could you could and and, and that's the way my feet are positioned too i mean pretty much uh, pretty much the only thing you really have to do in my situation is just change the level or wait for your opponent to come to take them down. You it, know, and that, that's exactly what we did for DJ. We knew DJ was going to come in. Yeah. And we, I'd wait for DJ to come in to actually literally take him down. I wasn't going to force the takedown. I was going to wait for the takedown. And, uh, <laughs> that, you know, that's what we did. We, we, uh, we created opportunities. Now, I loved I love the takedowns. I love that inside leg trip. I, I'm a big fan of that myself. Uh, were you surprised the second he hit the floor, hit that Granby roll? A couple of times. Were you surprised at that or no? <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm surprised <laughs> that that he would because he, he was squirming. me. I was like, man, this guy, this guy really worked his. Uh, they really had a game plan. Yeah. Like they really had a game plan for the take. It wasn't jujitsu. Yeah. It was using straight wrestling to get the hell out. Yeah. And I thought, and I wasn't expecting that from DJ because I've never seen DJ do like the grand rolls and things like that. But. uh he never had to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he never had to. Yeah. But I, I think more importantly here in this fight, and the reason why I even won this fight, 
managed because I took away I took away uh, Demetrius Johnson's uh, ingredient, which is his main ingredient is is wrestling. It's like it's like try make try baking a cake without flour. You know, you just you can't make the cake without flour. That's you just right. can't. And Demetrius Johnson's not the Demetrius Johnson's not the same without his wrestling because everything revolved around him confusing people and taking people down or and making you think he's gonna wrestle and then he'd strike and then he he'd strike and then he'd wrestle. But with me it was a little bit different. I took that away from him. And you know, it's funny, before the fight, uh, you know, people were talking about uh, you know, T J fighting. Uh, Demetrius or possibly Cody, like people really were kind of, it was almost like a predestined thing that DJ was going to win. Did that motivate you at all? Or did you feel like that type of disrespect uh, really gave you a little extra motivation? This, this people didn't give you a chance. It did. It did. It did, man. I remember being on the conference call with TJ, Cody Garbrun and uh, DJ and man, nobody asked me a question. <laughs> I know nobody that. I know that feeling. <laughs> Everybody, everybody just uh, it, and I was just like, you know, I ended up hanging up. I blamed it on the on the hotel on, on the on the self service, but ultimately, I'm not gonna. I, I I said something during the interview. I was like, hey man, Denise has to get past past me before you guys start talking. To TJ, I said, DJ has to get past the messenger. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> after that, I'm just like, every other interview was about TJ, and I was just like, you know what, screw this. It gets so you my, good. So then after my victory, this is why I called out TJ Dillashaw. Yeah. Because I said, hey, man, you've been wanting to come down. I said, you don't have to come down. I said, I'll go up. I'll fight you. I said, I, I said Demetrius wasn't, you know, Demetrius didn't want to go up and fight and challenge himself at 135 pounds. I said, well, I'm willing to go up. You don't have to come down. I'll do you a favor. Well, I just talked to TJ. We talked to him literally five minutes ago, and we asked about fighting you or Marlon Moraes. And he said that he would go down to fight you, and he thinks it would be a very easy fight for him. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. If he wants to come down, we can do that. I, I, I like that idea too. You can come down, or he can go up. But I think we, uh, I think we should make the super fight happen, man. I wouldn't mind fighting TJ Dillashaw. Personally, Matt, I think I'll knock him out at 125 pounds. At 125 pounds, I will hurt TJ Dillashaw. And at, one, knock him out. and at 135, what do you think? At 135, it's a little different. It's a little more challenging. Why? Because I'm going up to his weight. He's going to feel comfortable. He's going to deplete himself 10 pounds. But let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, if, you want, if he wants to be champ champ, let's, let's do it, man. How's your ankle? Let's, Sorry, man. How, how's your ankle? My ankle's, uh, my ankle's purple, man. <laughs> that was scary, dude. In the, I mean, yeah, in the I, beginning, I'm talking about, did you roll that thing in the beginning, Henry? No, what happened was it was, it was a kick. Oh. He hit me like there was a guy that explained it on uh, on YouTube, but he hit me right on the nerve where, where you know when you go when I try to plant after hitting that certain nerve that just numbed my foot, oh. and I was trying to press it back down to the mat. I couldn't find it. Oh. I couldn't find the balance of my foot. So if you watch that whole first round that I was playing distance because I really still couldn't find the balance in that foot. It was interesting. I'll tell you now, you, you if there. Now, you got to say, like, if anybody deserves a rematch, it's going to be uh, Demetrius, you know? But now that you fought him twice, and now after this performance, I'm just thinking, your confidence, going into a third fight with him, did you, is there, I know it's a little early, but and usually learn more from a loss, but one, your confidence has to be at an all-time high with what you just did. And is there anything else that you feel either you exposed from him uh, in this fight? 
Oh, did we oh. lose him? Oh shit, he doesn't want to give that away. He's had enough. I mean, because I mean, who else did he? Who else did Demetrius fight that is as well a good wrestler as Henry? He's gonna, he's not, he's gonna be no one because he's an Olympian. But uh, you know, he never. I, I never. Did we ever see him off his back before, Demetrius? He usually gets right up. No? He always gets right up, and he did it against Henry too. He had a little yeah. bit of space, man. He's really hard to keep down. Now I'm gonna have to remember the question I asked him. It's okay. <laughs> we can always replay it. <laughs> Hope he didn't throw his phone angrily. He's just like what. I lost you guys. Oh, that's all right, man. I thought you didn't like my question. Can <laughs> <laughs> no, you repeat it, man? I apologize. No, um, no, no. What, what, what the fuck was my question? You were basically asking if <laughs> you, you were saying that after now you fought <clears throat> DJ twice, how much, you know, you've got this extra experience oh. now, your confidence is high. He's and telling me the case. Did you learn me. anything uh, more now potentially going into a third fight? That was my question. Yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. Man, to just go five rounds against a freaking cardio machine was an experience of a lifetime. Sure. I mean, I saw Demetri Johnson. Demetri Johnson was tired, man. <laughs> and Demetri I saw, just, yeah, that's those hills you're running, bro. Those, those hills, those, those mountains I saw you on the countdown special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those. Uh, but but anyway, they saw that. I think that that, that gave me that experience. I, I like it, man. If TJ really wants to do it, man, I, I say we. Uh, I say we get. To, I, I say we put this thing together, and I say we uh, we iron out this fight. And also, uh, yeah, because he, he probably does deserve an immediate rematch. I mean, it, it, it's you know, I mean, he's, he was the champion, and, and a lot of people said it came down to that second round. It was an extremely close fight. I think either way it went, the public watching it would have been okay with it because it was such a, 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 a difficult fight to score. Um, and I wanted to ask you, too, like, uh, you had lost your gold medal uh, in those wildfires. Did they ever locate your gold medal, or is it just gone? And did if they lost it, did the Olympic Committee uh, replace it? No, actually, they, they had scraped the hotel. They said about a 2,000 degrees. That uh, about two thousand degrees, they say that uh, they say that anything will melt, like gold will melt, metal sure. will melt, everything will just uh, disintegrate. So that's long gone, and uh, I just have to go to the United States Olympic Committee and get my uh, get my replica. And that's that's pretty much it. Okay, they will replace it for you. Yeah, yeah, they'll replace it, but it says replica. Unfortunately, well, does it really? To make you feel yeah. better, you're champion of the world. I want to bring you back to being happy because Jimmy's bringing you down. <laughs> you're champion of the world, Henry. Well, no. Yeah. yeah. I'm putting on the applause for you, my man. You deserve this. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. I'm excited to see what's next, no matter if it's uh, obviously a, a rematch with uh, a DJ or it's a super battle with uh, TJ, whatever weight. I can't wait to see what's next, man. Because now that you know, and how how does your endurance feel for five rounds? You looked good. I mean, yeah, it, it feels good, man. It's, it's going to be a composed fight, man. It's going to be a it, 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 it's a work in progress. You know, it's I mean, you you trained for a five round fight, uh, Matt, and you know you know that there's a big difference between three and five rounds, two additional rounds. It's that's that this this is where the veterans kind of take over. You know, and I can finally say after going through five hard rounds with Demetrius Johnson, like God, I, I I understand it. There's there's a threshold, there's a happy medium to this. Well, hey, listen, man, we can't say it enough. We're happy for you. Yep, we both picked you. <laughs> he keeps saying that, Jimmy. Of course. <laughs> no one else. Can say that too. All right. Well, Henry, congratulations. 
Uh, I look forward to your next fight. Again, I'm guessing if it's going to be... I know they the DJ has got some type of work he needs done, so we'll see how long he may be out for. Um, but you had nothing major, and, and you're ready to get back into camp soon? Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm good, too. No, I'm a little beat up. I'm going to take some time off. I'm, I'm not that type of guy that uh, that takes... You know, that, that's back on Monday training. I'm not that guy, man. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'm that guy that likes to take time. I put, I put in all work in the gym, and I like taking my time and... And uh, relax, enjoy, get fat, and then go back to the gym. And <laughs> nice. clear my mind. Awesome. Um, well, enjoy getting fat before the gym. <laughs> I, I can relate. <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you guys so much for having me on your show, man. It means a lot to me. All right. Well, it was great talking to you, and congratulations on, on a, a, a victory that stunned a lot of people, but not us. Congrats, <laughs> champ. No, I, I appreciate it, guys. You guys have a good one. All right, Henry. Take, take care. care, Henry. All right, champ. All right, that's great, Bye-bye. man. I gotta hey, pee man, real quick. People love an underdog. Can I pee? They do. Well, yeah, I couldn't. No, it's great. Well, let's take a break, and then Dana's gonna call. I, I couldn't pee before the show. UFC featherweight Brian Ortega loves the fight. He loves the strategy, and you know what else he loves, huh? I, I know what he loves. What, Matt? Uh, triangles. Yes. Uh, oh, Brian T. City. What? He does. Oh, he also loves Toyo tires. That's right, because a triangle will not help your car. That makes your car clunky if you put triangles where the wheels belong. That would it wouldn't be a smooth ride. No, but like Brian Ortega, Toyo tires are tough as they come. They're the official tires of the UFC. Look, there's a lots of love about Toyo tires. They have aggressive design, proven on and off-road capabilities. Tires for any weather and the toughness to back it all up. There's a confidence that comes with tough tires. So no matter what you're driving, no matter where you're driving, you can count on Toyo tires. My tires are not tough. I have no confidence. When I'm in the, I see a girl and I go, you don't want to get in the car, do you? Because my tires aren't tough. <laughs> Brian Ortega's tough. Of course he is. That's and why, he's confident. That's why tough people love tough tires. If you're tough, these are the tires for you. Toyo tires. I tried something different. It worked. Thank you. The next time you need tires, ask for Toyo, the official tire of the UFC. Learn more at Toyo. It's T-O-Y-O. Toyotires.com backslash UFC. Toyotires.com backslash UFC. How was your bathroom break? It was good. I needed to pee. I didn't do it. Before. All right. I did. Let's watch this video. Dana White's going to be calling shortly. This funny video put up by uh, his dad filming one of one of his friends uh, filming his son who wants to apparently go to this fight. Yeah, Dana posted this video of like like Jim said for the Connor Khabib fight. The, this Dana's longtime friend yeah. filmed his kid being like, "Can you ask Dana for tickets?" And the dad's well, like, me, "No, let me yeah, see, we'll let me see okay. what the fuck it is." Here we go. If you're gonna ask, ask now because everyone's gonna be asking him. It's the literally the biggest fight in UFC history. Please I'm not ask. asking him. Please, I'm not please. asking him. Why? Because I'm not gonna what? ask him. For what reason? Why? Why? Why do you care? Because I, this is the, literally, this would be the best gift you could give me. Literally the best thing, okay? No. Yes, Dad, yes. To no. see that in person would be ridiculous. No. Ridiculous. And then save your money and go. I can't afford tickets. They're going to be 10 grand. It's Vegas. What's wrong with you? <laughs> How old is that Something, kid? I don't know. I mean, yes, 18, 17. They can get a job. Wow. Oh, is it his friend? Dana's friend. Right, right. right. I, I don't want to lose my job. Oh, that was that was hysterical. Hey, let's uh, a couple <laughs> more fights. You didn't like it? Okay. No, it was good. It was a good. couple more fights. It was good. I want to keep my job. It was it was great. Volkan Uzdemir against what? Anthony Smith Ooh. has been announced. Light heavyweight fight. That's a UFC fight. And Uzdemir Smith, October twenty seventh. That's in New Brunswick, Canada. Uh, a great fight. 
Uh, Frankie is. Edgar against the Korean Zombie. Ooh. Um, yes, that's uh, Fight Night Edgar versus Korean Zombie. <laughs> Saturday, <laughs> November 10th from Denver. Yeah, that's the 25th anniversary show out there, which also has the, uh, the cowboy... Okay. Mike Frankie's Perry fight a, on it. Frankie's going to turn him into a real zombie. Yes. Fucking, I don't know, I'm team Frankie. Uh, that joke was good, though, wasn't it? I yeah. just did. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm not Jimmy Norton. Jimmy Manoa versus Glover Teixeira. Uh, very, very interesting light heavyweight matchup on uh, September the 22nd. Now, this one I'm so psyched about. Brunson against Adesanya. Israel Adesanya against Derek Brunson. He's, uh, I believe, undefeated. Uh, Israel is, uh, is he eleven or twelve and zero, or is yeah, it thirteen now? Uh, yeah, I could double check. I feel like he's kind of your new Nganu. Like I feel like you're you're on the Israel Adesanya train. Right well, now. at one point I am, not just because he was a fan of mine. I mean, he's just right. a nice guy. Who's a fan yeah. of yours? Who isn't? I mean, no, that's not a dumb question by me, because <laughs> exactly who isn't. But seriously though, who, he said he's a friend, of, a fan of yours. No, we just he just, just we talked for a few minutes. He was a very good, nice. Who dude. you in Israel? Yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah, no. Backstage, I was standing right there. It was backstage at uh, 226. Jim went up to him. When I said, no, you didn't, Jimmy uh-huh. didn't answer me. He just looked at you and was just like, look, get, get <laughs> and He looked at you, he raised your eyebrows, like, get a hold of this guy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah Israel's 14-0 and 0 now. Oh, he's 14. beating Tavares. That's an incredible... Uh, yeah, that Brad Tavares fight was a, gr- a great was a decision. Very. Yeah. Uh, Can we get back to when he and Jimmy were talking? Sure. Uh-huh, sure. When? Chris, the producer. It was backstage Where, after... You were the, oh, in, I was in, standing right there at when UFC was 226. This? You were there, too. I think you were probably pretty Wait, close. Where? What was this? After the Where Cormier, were we? We went backstage after 226, what, after the Cormier Stipe fight. What time were we in? What are you talking in about? In Las Vegas? Yeah. When? When I was in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, no. your Hall of Fame weekend. No. Yeah. No. Stop bringing it up! <laughs> I get so embarrassed. I get so... <laughs> After you impress everybody Sorry with your jujitsu skills, yeah. Oh, Jimmy showed me a picture of him with some guy with a hat. <laughs> Was that Israel? No, no, no. Wow. No, Sandra Bullock. Uh, <laughs> so listen, all right. So now Jimmy's got a new friend, Neil Magny, Cowboy Oliveira, uh, which is September twenty second, also from Sao Paulo. Oh, I uh, like that. A great fight. Um, Andre Olavsi against Shamil. Hold on, Abdora Kamimov. Abdora Kamimov. Wait, Abdora. Abdurakhimov. No, it's it's Himov. Abdurakhimov. Oh, Abdurakhimov. Okay. Just do it yeah. with me because I love doing that. Ready? I love doing it. I love doing it. I love doing it. I love it. Shamil. No. I, <laughs> I forget it. I forget it. I Jimmy. refuse to do that. Jimmy doesn't like to play with me anymore. I love playing with you. I just will not do Laverne and Shirley references. Sh- oh, what are you talking about? It's disrespectful to the franchise. To Shamil? Absolutely. Don't just. Hello. Me. I'll do. I'll do Squiggy. <laughs> Hello. Hello. That's great. Cowboy Cerrone, Mike Perry. That's the fight. I'm. That's, I, I can't wow. think of. Maybe Khabib Connor. I'm more psyched for, but or Brunson uh, Adesanya. But goddamn, Cerrone against Mike Perry is a great fight. That's a great fight. What is that? Uh, the fight at Welterweight, is that what you mean? No, I know why. Yeah, I that's know. November 10th. That's oh, when the, is that? Sorry. Yeah, that's on the Cowboy, uh, not Cowboy, uh, Frankie um, Korean Zombie card. A little, little Nog against our pal Sam Alvey. Uh, they're fighting uh, light heavyweight it's September 22nd. Ketlin Vieira, Tanya Evinger. Great fight. Uh, she's, uh, Evinger's making her uh, Bantamweight debut. That's September 22nd or t- uh, 23rd. Uh, 22nd, yeah, from Brazil. Yep. And uh, Ben Saunders against Sergio Moraes. That is September 22nd, also from Brazil. Oh, yeah. wait. Great, incredible fights oh. coming up. Yeah, Killer B, Ben Saunders. Killer B, going to Brazil. Killer B don't care. Killer B don't care. Brazil, no problem. Fighting a Brazilian, no problem. That's Ben Saunders. That's Killer B, Ben Saunders. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. 
Uh, what do we think about the Poirier uh, Nate Diaz fight? How do we see that going? I would rather see uh, Poirier. I mean, who else is he going to fight? What are you talking about? I think that's a great fight. It's a great fight, but I'm just looking for Poirier to get to a title fight. I'm, but, I'm more but, but first of all, for him to fight Nate Diaz, Nate Diaz is a huge name. Do a great fight. Yeah. And styles make fights. So that that's going to be an amazing, amazing fight. That That's a great. When I heard about that, I'm like, okay, that makes sense because that's going to be fun. What's Kevin Lee have? Li- have they fought Poirier and Lee? They've not. No. Does no. Lee have a fight lined up? He does not. He's making his case for a lot of fights, though. Who? Well, he's looking to push for the GSP fight. Oh, yeah, he's, he's fired. Looking for, uh... he's, he's not fighting Kevin Lee. Uh, <laughs> I think he said something about fighting Raging Al. I don't know if you heard about yeah. that. Who? And then Al went back. They went back. And Did they? No, I didn't see that. I mean, I they've heard. had a little bit of uh, yeah, back well, and forth in the past. Well, yeah. it's because well, Al does have a W over right. him in, in, in the, when he in his debut. You know, but since then, Kevin Lee has improved been a lot. Phenomenal. Right. I mean, that would make sense. I mean, that fight. I, I don't know if they're trying to put that together, but that would make sense. But I just know they had a back and forth. You know, I'm not on Twitter, but I, I hear things. Yeah. I heard some things. Oh, you know what? Here's here's something. <gasps> the big boss. Here we go. Hi, Dana. How are you? Hi. One moment for Dana. Okay. <laughs> All right. We got a lot to catch up about. I wonder how he scored that fight. DJ and Henry. Huh? Do you agree Hello? With that? Hey, buddy. It's uh, Jim and Matt. How you doing? What's up, Dana? Hey, guys. Sorry I'm late. Uh, that's okay. Uh, we want to start with, obviously, the most important story is that video of that kid asking for <laughs> tickets. Um, more, first of all, <laughs> have you responded to him, and can I have his tickets? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, he, he, he ended up getting tickets. His father is taking $100 a week out of his paycheck to, uh, to, to buy the, uh, you know, pay for the room and the flight and all the other stuff. So, yes, I gave him tickets. Oh, that's great, though. His dad's making him work for it a little bit. Maybe not pay full price, but his dad's trying to teach him uh, if you want something, you got to work for it. That's really great. Absolutely. Well, how old is exactly. the kid? The kid's not 25 or nothing. How, right? Is he how a old young is he? Kid? No, 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 no. He's 52. No. He's, 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 he's a high school kid. So okay. <laughs> okay. Now, also, we have to, we'll start with the obvious uh Connor could be, but what point did you know this was actually cemented and was going to happen? Um, we knew uh, the day before the press conference. And you filmed the video, and I guess everybody was, I guess it was very limited on a need-to-know basis. What do you mean? Uh, like, because it didn't leak. Like, that video got shown, and nobody knew that was happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it didn't leak. It, it's, it's, uh, it's a tough thing to do in this business, but... Uh, we did it. Yeah, I think that's a very tough matchup for uh, for Connor. I'm, I, I mean, I respect he has to take it to fight back for the the title, but I really respect him for taking this as his first fight back in two years. See, and I think it's it's funny to say this because you know of how popular he is and what a huge star he is. But I think Conor McGregor is one of the most underrated fighters in the UFC. Every time Conor McGregor comes out to fight somebody new, and it's a wrestler or it's whatever, you know, everybody, Conor's, this is, this is the fight that Conor's going to lose. Um, he said that he would knock out Jose Aldo the way he did it, and as fast, he said he would do it in the first round. Um, and if you look at Jose Aldo's career, what a stud that guy is, what he's accomplished, and, and again, people were counting him out again. He took all of those huge shots, um, you know, that, that night from um, um, Jeremy Stevens, right? Takes all Jer- and then finishes him with a body shot in the first round. Incredible. Um, a lot of people picked him to lose against Eddie Alvarez 
because of Eddie Alvarez's style in wrestling. That's right. And you look how, look how he looked there. Um, when Chad Mendez, you know, leading up to the fight when he ended up fighting Chad Mendez, you know, Chad Mendez was a wrestler. Everybody believed that he would do that. Then after he won, everybody said, well, Chad Mendez didn't have enough time to train for it. Um, and the list goes on and on. I think because Connor is so popular and, the, and, and his personality and everything, I think he's completely underrated. Well, I said that before that I, I would actually be tempted to take Connor in a first round knockout because I think that as the fight goes on, it's it's a, it's, it's it's tougher because once because Khabib is going to get a hold of him sooner or later. And, and no disrespect to Chad Mendez, but Khabib is not is not Chad Mendez. But I do think Connor has a shot in the first or second round. As the fight goes on, though, I think that becomes very tough. Yeah, and, and this is one of those fights that I believe if Khabib runs at, at Connor the way he does a lot of these other guys to, to get the takedown, he's in big trouble. And I think that if Connor gets underneath Khabib, he's in big trouble. Yeah, it's a great point. I'm also excited about hearing about the styles make fights. I like the announcement of Nate Diaz versus Dustin Poirier because there's no way that could be a boring fight. I'm super excited yeah. about that. I don't know if Nate Diaz has ever been in a boring fight. No, exactly. Let me ask you, because I heard that when you showed the the promo for the Khabib versus Conor fight, Nate got upset and walked out. What 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 happened there? I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't have anything to do with that. Listen, we we. We, I'm, I'm literally sitting in the matchmaking room right now. We, we, we come in here every Tuesday um, for a matchmaking meeting, and then we're in here three, four hours a day just looking at the walls and putting together fights. And, uh, you know, we, we, we offer both the Diaz brothers fights all the time. Um, you know, I know Nate said that we don't. But uh, if we didn't, Matt, you, you, you're a UFC fighter. You've been under contract. I, I'm obligated to offer you three fights a year. Unless you're... Uh, you know, retired or we know you're injured and you have a date that you're coming back, we offer everybody three fights a year, okay? A minimum of three fights a year. And um, he's been offered three fights a year for however long it's been, you know, or more yeah. si since, since he's fought. And, um, you know, if, if he says no, that's up to him. I, I, I just, I make fights. That's what I do. I, this machine continues to roll. We continue to make fights. We continue to do what we do, and uh, you know, you know, one of my guys here it, it loves the Diaz brothers, and he pushed hard to try to get this fight done and worked with Nate. Um, so that's his deal, not mine. Well, I love that. Well, first of all, I love that freaking matchup yeah. versus Dustin Poirier because Dustin's been looking phenomenal lately, and I just think Styles make fights. I can't. I'm looking forward to that personally. Me too. I like it. It's a great fight. Uh, you know, it's much respect to Eddie Alvarez. You know, the, the guys. I, I'm not Eddie, I'm sorry, uh, to Dustin Poirier. He's ranked number three in the world. And, uh, you know, Nate Diaz at the time was ranked number 10. And, uh, you know, for him to take a fight like that, and, and, you know, Dustin's a stud. Much respect to him. And, and we just talked to TJ, who is so great. And, uh, you know, there's talk about, is he going to fight Cejudo? You know, Henry called him out. They're going to fight at 125. We talked to TJ. He said, TJ said that would be an easy fight for him. What about uh, Marais? I mean, what's next for him? Does he have a shot at, at getting TJ next? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. M you talking about Marlon? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, obviously, that, that, that's an incredible fight. Incredible fight with those two. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. We, we haven't... Tomorrow's the first day that we'll get together and really start talking about fights coming off the weekend. Do you have any update on, uh, on Demetrius's health? 
Um, I do not. I heard that, uh, he, you know, he thought he hurt his foot. And uh, I, I don't know, though. Okay. And, and how about uh, and Max Holloway? How is he doing? Uh, you know, he, he's indicated that he is feeling a lot better and he's on the mend. Uh, but what do, you, what do you guys know about how he's doing? Yeah, I came out and said I'm going to give him more time. You know, I'd, I'd like to see him take some more time and everything else. He hit me up and said, please don't give me more time. Please. Uh, I, I want to fight now. I want to fight everybody. I want to fight. So um, I, I need to talk to him this week. And Ortega had said essentially that you were kind of pissed off or in a bad mood when you met with him uh, after 226, <laughs> after he didn't accept that fight uh, when Holloway had to withdraw. So then later he said you guys talked and uh, you know, to, to reach an agreement. Yeah, I wasn't in a bad mood or, 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 or anything like that. You know, uh, basically they, they came in and met with me and uh, said, we want to be paid the full amount of the purse that we're supposed to be paid. And I said, yeah, that's not how this works. You didn't, you didn't fight. We, 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 we held up our end of the bargain. We got you a fight. You know, things happened sure. you know, that, that neither of us can, can, could control. But we made another fight. Jeremy Stevens was ready, willing, and able to fight. And uh, they turned down the fight. So, uh, yeah, that, that isn't how that works. I believe in a contract. What's it called? Is it called a force majeure or something like that? Like a force of nature? It's something that's beyond anybody's control. If that happens, certain things are null and void. Is that correct? Well, well yeah, but, but we've always been fair to guys, sure. you know, if, if, and girls. If, if things happen, you know, we, we take care of people. But at the end of the day, if we offer you a fight and you, you still don't want to fight, that's, that's a whole other ballgame. And Stipe had expressed some frustration that he was not going to get the next title shot to to, to uh, you know to uh, to fight the rematch, and he said he felt very disrespected. He wouldn't accept a fight unless it was a title. What do you think is next for Stipe? Yeah, I don't know. You know, and I, and I don't know why Stipe always feels like we're disrespecting him, which we're not. Um, you know, we have a lot of respect for Stipe, and and you know, I think he feels like it took him you know a very long time to get his title shot. And uh, he felt it took longer than it should have. And, and then once he got it, I mean, it just, I, 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 every time I turn around, he feels disrespected. He's anything but disrespected, um, complete opposite. Uh, so I, I don't know. We'll, 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 see, we'll see how that, I mean, obviously, you saw that we, we, we set up the fight with, with Cormier to, to fight um, Brock. Uh, Brock. So, you know, that, and that would have been Stipe. Sure. And Stipe won the fight, so it's nothing. It's not not no disrespect to Stipe. It was just something that was in place before that fight even happened. Right, Brock was going to fight the, the the champion. Now uh, Eddie Alvarez had talked about fighting out his contract against Poirier. Now he lost that fight. What's his contract status? And do you guys really want to keep him? I mean, he, again, he's another guy who's never in a boring or shitty fight. Yeah, no, I, I like Eddie Alvarez. I like him personally, and I like him professionally. And you know, um, you know, he's at an age now where. You know, he, he needs to make some decisions for his family and, and, and for what will probably be the last contract he signs for the rest of his career. Right. So, um, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm in a place, if, if Eddie wants to, to go somewhere else and try it, I'm cool with that. But if Eddie wants to stay, uh, I, I, I'd keep him here too. I told him that. I told him, listen, if you want to finish your career with, with me, I, I, I would like that. And if you want to finish your career somewhere else, I have no problem with that either, man. It's this is when when guys get to the point where it's the last contract they'll ever sign. I understand. You understand that they're going to do what's best for financially, sure. Uh, I, I, absolutely, because at, at the end of the day, what, what we're looking for here 
are young guys that want to be world champions, young guys that know they can be a world champion in the UFC, or girls that know they can be a, a world champion in the UFC. And if you feel you, that, that you can't be, um, and you feel that, that there's a better decision that you could make at this point in your career for the last contract you'll ever sign, I, I absolutely understand that. How impressive was this Kevin Holland? Uh, again, c- taking the fight on short notice against a, a, just a beast like Tiago Santos and not only going the distance, but uh, you know, really keeping it entertaining and it looked like he was gonna, uh, going out a couple of times and he just he finds a way to stay in a fight. Yeah, it just goes to show you that if this kid had the proper time to train and, and wouldn't have been so gassed in that third round, um, yeah, he's a talented guy. You know, I, I, I wasn't very impressed with him on the Contender Series. I, I felt like he talked too much. Um, but that's his style. Listen, when it, when it comes time to throw down, that, that kid was, uh, was, uh, was a stud. So, uh, yeah, I, much respect. We're going to keep him, and we're going to give him the right amount of time to train and, uh, and another fight. Do you mean he talked too much during the fight, or yeah, during the, the fight. fight? He's in there talking and fucking around. If you, and if you watch, you watch the contender series, yeah. man. Straight killers. These guys come in and and they're all business and they're serious, and that's what I like. I'm into that. That's my thing. And uh, yeah, he was he was he was goofing around too much. There, there was no doubt that he was talented. But you know, you're you're coming in and you're looking for a contract, man. You're looking you're looking to get your shot. I don't. I, you want to talk? Talk to me after the fucking fight. Don't talk to me during the fight. You know. Sure. Um, let, I, I don't know you. I don't know you. I don't. I don't. I don't know how good you are. I don't know anything about you. Show me. Show me who you are. Then, if you're that talented, and you want to come into the UFC, and you're so good that you can actually talk during a fucking fight. <laughs> knock yourself out. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, yeah, he absolutely proved himself on Saturday night. And uh, true to your word, you did take Colby to visit uh, President Trump. He's been kind of pushing for that. I know you have a relationship with Trump, and you could bring the host of Unfiltered to you know, meet the president. That would be kind of nice of you. Um, <laughs> how did that trip come together, and, and how did those two get along? What did they say to each other? They, they got along. President Trump has, has always been great to me. Um, he's a big fan of the UFC, and uh, you, you know, I, I brought him in and—, and they talked. They took pictures. He signed his hat for him, and uh, it was fun. Then from there, we're we're doing. You know, it's the 25th anniversary of the UFC, um, and we did a. Uh, we're doing 25 documentaries uh, with 25 badass directors for 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 the 25th anniversary. And one of them is the story of uh, how President Trump let us come to the Taj for the first fight. So we. So he and I went went to the residence after that, and he and I both shot for the uh, for the documentary. Then I went back to the hotel, picked up my wife, and we came back and had dinner with the president. Um, wow! In the residence, yeah, we we had dinner for three hours, and then he personally toured my wife and I around the uh, White House. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> that's really fun. It's so crazy. It was incredible. And we we, yeah. we saw everything. We literally saw the entire White House, every inch of it, every room, every it was incredible. What a fun day! And that fight that was two thousand and one at that Taj because I fought on that, I believe. Right? You did. Yeah, that's so That's right. crazy. Yep. So hopefully, that's right. So, pu- so at that time, what a lot of people don't realize is um, no venues wanted the UFC. I remember they, they didn't want it. Yeah. So uh, 
you know, at the time, um, President Trump reached out and said, love to have you at the Taj, cut a great deal with me. And, uh, and, and yeah, that, that, that started our relationship. Then he showed up to the first fight and stayed to the last fight, both fights that we had at the Taj. Then we left there and went to the Meadowlands, and he showed up to those fights, too. I remember that. I was at that fight. <laughs> That's too funny. I remember, like, yesterday, ages ago. And, and, and Dana, now, what happened with, uh, we also wanted to ask you, you made the uh, Tyron against Darren Till <clears throat> at 228, and you're going to strip Colby of his interim belt. What happened there? Oh, nothing. I, I mean, we did the interim title because when you do the interim, the interim then fights the champion. Mm -hmm. Well, Colby isn't ready to fight the champion, so... You know, much like what happened in the fight with, uh, you know, Khabib and them, when the first punch was thrown, Connor was then stripped from the title. So Same wait, thing will happen. And GSP. Okay. Same thing happened with GSP and now Colby. What do you mean he's not ready to fight the champ? He's hurt or mentally not ready? Yeah, he just had some type of surgery. Oh, okay. On his nose. He did some type of, you know, he, he, I guess he had problems breathing. Okay. He had, he had bad sinus problems. Sure. So it's something that he, you know, decided to take care of. It, it wasn't a surgery that had to be done. It wasn't a net like he fucking tore his labrum or, you know, torn bicep or something like that or, or ACL. It was, it was a surgery that um, – it was an elective surgery that, that he decided he wanted to have now. Yeah, so. sinus reconstruction. It, it opens you up a little bit. He probably, you know, it, yeah. it helps you breathe really from broken noses and stuff. So, so exactly. you're saying he could have took some sooner fed and still have his interim belt, right? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, no. He, you know, he, he could have waited to do that surgery, and he could have fought Woodley. Uh, let me ask you, too. After 226, you said uh, Ngano's ego played a part. That was very interesting because he does it seem like he was afraid of getting knocked out, and he admitted he underestimated Stipe. What do you think he needs to do? to get his head straight because you don't, this, this could be the beginning of a downward spiral for a guy like that, or he could stop the bleeding if he gets his head right. Who's this? Uh, Ngannou, Francis. You had said his ego played a yeah, part yeah, in his yeah. losses. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, you know, Francis Ngannou at the time uh, that he was coming up, you know, I believe this guy was going to be the guy, was going to be the heavyweight champion. And uh, he lost his mind. This guy completely lost his mind and uh, started to act, I don't know, in, in a way that you, you just don't act. And uh, I, I completely saw it coming. That, that Stipe was, you know, obviously Francis Ngannou was a massive, strong, hard-hitting guy. Anything can happen when he, when he gets in there. But, you know, Stipe, Stipe has this thing where he, I mean, you said it at the beginning of the call, he feels completely disrespected. You know, this guy's always on fire and, 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 and pissed off at the world and pissed off at us. And um, so, I, you know, I, I saw that coming. I knew he was going to be. Francis Ngannou left the, 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 the training center here, you know, where, where he had trained for, for previous fights, took off to France, was in France, you know, training or, or doing whatever he was doing leading up to the Stipe fight because he absolutely positively knew he was going to beat Stipe. Wow. Well, what about the next fight with the Black Beast? I mean, nobody saw that coming. Yeah, well, yeah, nobody saw that that fight would be so bad. Whew. But as you could tell, you know, both guys were gun shy. Yep. Um, you know, the Beast said he had, he, his back was messed up during that fight and whatever, but yeah, I, I don't know. 
Um, and Gagno has a lot of, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. He's, he's got a lot of things he needs to fix personally and professionally uh, to see if he ever gets back on track again. And, uh, you know, look, there's been a saga between the UFC and Ben Askren, who he retired from MMA at uh, 33. Uh, past issues aside, would you ever consider bringing him into the UFC, considering he's still basically uh, not too far from his prime? I'm sorry. Uh, who is it again? Uh, ben Askren. Oh, Ben Askren. No, yeah. Ben Askren is under contract. Uh, oh, you know, Ben Askren hit me up a few months ago and said, you know, what are the odds that we could talk about me getting into the UFC? And I, and I said, we can absolutely talk about it. And we, uh, I had him, I said, you need to send me a letter before I even talk to you or meet with you or do anything. I need a letter saying that you're a free agent and that sure. you're, you're able to whatever. And he's not a free agent. He's not a free agent. Uh, he's under contract uh, with 1FC. With and, um, you know, he's going to have to go fulfill his contract with them. Okay. Before I, I would even meet with him or talk to him. Now, you also talked recently about Zufa Boxing, and uh, you're going to make a ballsy move pretty soon. Uh, and Zufa created the new league it's going to uh, own. Uh, it will own and control. You're not going to work with WBA, WBC, IBF, IBO, or WBO. Um, so what is it that's going to be happening with Zufa Boxing? Yeah, we're, we're, we're you know, this is one of those things I said, I'm going to put my toe in. I'm not diving in head first. Okay. So we're, we're, uh, we're still working on stuff. So, um, and yes, when the, the time, a lot of things didn't line up the way that I thought they would in the boxing world. When I said, we're about to make a ballsy move. Okay. The thing kind of took a left turn. And, uh, so it, it, it wasn't, I wasn't able to make an offer on, on that deal yet. But when that deal does happen, and when it comes, <clears throat> when, it, when it happens, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in. And I, by the way, I love at uh, MSG. You have Derek Brunson, Israel Adesanya. That that's an incredible fight. Love that fight. Me too. Love that fight. Um, we, we felt that that was a, a great fight to make. And and Israel right now, you know, um, Derek is ranked number six. Israel's number nine. And. Uh, I love that they both wanted this fight. I love that they both don't like each other, and I look forward to seeing that one. And is Poirier Diaz the uh, the main event for MSG or no? No, it's the co-main. Okay, have you announced the main yet? We have not. Okay, and Cowboy Mike Perry uh, is is another great fight to put together. Yeah, I love that one too. Yeah, we, we we've been uh, you know the end of the year is coming, and the end of the year always for some reason ends up to line up incredible fights. So. Uh, yeah, we, we, we've, been, we've been in this room here building incredible cards for the, for, for the rest of the I mean, from now, from last weekend till the end of the year, every one of these cards are, are, are awesome. Yeah, there's, there's, no, there's no bad cards at all. We, we read the list of fights this morning, and it's just great fight after great fight after great fight. Also, any word now on uh, Amanda Nunes against Cyborg? That's been talked about. I know that Ketlin Vieira has already got a fight lined up, so she's not fighting Amanda. Uh, anything with those guys? Fight to make. Yep, it's the fight we're going to make. It's okay. the fight to make. It's the fight that the fans want to see. It's the fight that has to happen. And it's the fight that we got to get done. Okay, and uh, you are working on making that happen. Now, what about, uh, before we let you go, Leota Machida has said that uh, the UFC did match the offer, but he's a man of his word and already given his word to somebody else. Is that true? Yeah. No, you know, he's one of those guys. 
I, I love Leota Machida. He's such a good guy. Um, I loved having him fight in the UFC and be a part of the UFC. And it's one of those things that I just explained to you a minute ago. Um, this is the last contract he'll ever sign. And, uh, you know, fighting is a young man's game. And, you know, we're, 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 he, that's the deal he wanted to do. And, and, and I wish him all the best. I love the guy. I wish him and his family nothing but the best. All right. Well, uh, that was uh, what did you say, Chris? Yeah, oh, I was just going to ask Dan. I'm sorry to jump in. The um, Alexander Gustafson, there was a whole bunch of oh. uh, stuff going on with him leading into UFC 227 where he was supposed to fight Uzdemir. Uzdemir got hurt. Then um, Anthony Smith challenged him. And then he got uh, Gustafson said that he had a minor injury. What's the status with Gustafson? Yeah, it, it wasn't a minor injury. He actually, he did serious. He had a serious injury to his uh, hamstring. Oh. So. We're, 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 he, he's, he doesn't have to do surgery. He's doing physical therapy, and that we're hoping he can come back before the end of the year. So, yeah, he, he was hurt, legitimate ish, uh, injury, and uh, he's working on it. We're, we're trying to get him in before the end of the year. All right. Well, it's great talking to you, as always. Matt and I are looking forward. Uh, to our White House invitation. Uh, the three of us will take a trip like friends. We'll all have some laughs, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, buddy, okay? Thank you, Dana. Awesome. Thanks, guys. All right, take care, man. Bye, buddy. That's all great. Right. Really well, great. I didn't realize show. that those two had talked. Um, I, you know, I, the, him and Ben Askren had talked. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't realize that either, yeah. Well, all right, that's well, exciting. A great episode. So much exciting stuff. Thank you, Dana. Thank you, TJ, and thank you, Henry, for calling in. How can you never thank me? Well, you let me finish. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Thank you, Chris, the producer. Oh, you're welcome, man. For doing what you do. Thank you, Toyo Tires, for being good sponsors. Uh, I think this was a great show. Why are you going to hurt my feelings, I, I your feelings? I'm closing with you. You want to, you want to uh, Hold on. plug anything? Um, yeah, I'm going to be in Cleveland at Hilarities, the 17th and 18th, doing four shows. I've never been to that club before. Thank you, Matt. Caroline's in November, and the Chip Chipperson podcast on Long Island, September the 15th. And thanks, first and foremost, to Matt Sarah. Do you ever play, uh, you ever play Yuck Yucks? No, it's Canadian. Is there uh, a place called chain. Yuck Yucks? Yes, Canadian chain of comedy clubs. <laughs> Where the fuck did I hear that before? Um, probably when you said, what do you think, think of me, me? <laughs> <laughs> no, good. And what? strong. Very good. What'd you say? <laughs> Guys, everybody, seriously, uh, if you didn't see uh, Dana White looking for a fight, the Memphis episode, your loss, but it is on YouTube. So check that out. Dana White looking for a fight in uh, Memphis. It's fun, yes, Jimmy. It is. We do a lot of fun things. Of Did you watch it yet? No, but I Don't won't. answer me right away. All right. Just let's keep everybody in suspense whether you like the scene and whether you like it. I'll let you know. All right, Jimmy. I'm going to say goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye, Jimmy. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.